Hello, everyone. Welcome to Collisions YYC Current and Critical. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. Thank you for joining me today for another good old-fashioned chat. Today's show is brought to you in partnership with Kinstead Wealth, where they give private investors access to the best asset class managers in the world. As a business owner who simply did not have the time nor the knowledge to manage my own financial assets, I was always on the hunt for a partner that would be able to give me access to something more than the stock market. Two years ago, I was introduced to Kinstead Wealth, and my eyes were open to an entirely new set of possibilities. Their pension endowment style approach to portfolio management allowed a portion of my portfolio to be allocated to non-traditional assets such as private equity, private agriculture, private real estate, and private infrastructure, amongst others. This allowed me to have access to non-traditional assets that have return expectations superior to public stocks while having lower volatility. With these assets added to my traditional portfolio, I had the opportunity to enhance my returns and lower my volatility overall. You may be asking yourself, what do you mean by non-traditional assets? In short, these are institutional quality assets that are not promoted to the retail market, but to the pension, endowment, foundations, and family offices due to the fact that their minimums are very high. By partnering with Kinset as an investor, I was able to gain access to these financial vehicles that are typically out of reach for most people. To learn more about how Kinset can help you and your family, please visit them today at www.kinstead.com. Kinstead Wealth is a very proud member of our community and donates 1% of their top-line revenue every year to the charitable sector. Hello and a warm Collisions YYC welcome to my special guest, Ms. Teresa Smith. How are you doing, Teresa? Great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for coming on. This is a bit of a special episode. This is a, I'm not creating a new show theme as my audience knows I love to go down rabbit holes, but news and noteworthy. This got on my radar about a week ago, YYC data convention. And I've had so many fantastic guests on the show from Amy to AltML to a a variety of startups talking about the world of data, the world of machine learning, AI. To hear about a convention happening in our city, I thought it was critical that we got this story out. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Teresa. Tell us a little bit about yourself the role you play kind of in the data community in Calgary and talk talk to us about this event and who should go and what they can expect to find out. Yeah. So my name is Teresa Smith and I am part of the YYC data society, which is a not-for-profit organization that we kind of developed organically that grew out of some meetups in the city that we're trying to uh, help people with uh, figuring out what was going on in this whole data sector. And at one point we said, wouldn't it be great if we had a fun convention for people to come to, not really a professional convention, more of like a comic expo or a festival for people to come to, to learn about what data is in Calgary and what it means to Calgary. Um, and so we started to organize the YYC data convention. We ran the first event last year. It went really well. We had 500 attendees. Nice. So this will be our second year. And and we are really excited um, about the lineup that we have and the amount of interest, uh, including. And, and obviously, last year was virtual. Is this a bl- is this a blended uh, is this a blended event of like in person and and virtual, or is it all is it all still virtual? Unfortunately, we had to make a call in January during the height of the Omicron wave, so we decided that this event would also be virtual. Um, It's not easy to make that transition quickly, so it will continue to be virtual. But our sponsor, Neo Financial, has graciously offered to host an after party for us, which will be an in-person event, and they have an amazing space. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, and it will be open to anyone who attends the event. Oh, fantastic. I love, yeah, I'm a big fan of what they're doing over at Neo. They're making such an impact in our city. And I just, I love that they Absolutely. chose Calgary to do what they're doing. I think it's fan, It's such a great, great, great story. Hey, you touched on something that I picked up on and I wasn't sure. YYC DataCon, you made it sound pretty cool. You made it sound pretty approachable. And I, 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 I clearly that was on purpose when you threw the word Comic-Con in there. How much of this event is 
hey, I'm in the sector, I get it, I already know about it, versus I'm really curious, I might be looking for a career change, maybe I've got my toe in the water, Ooh, I'm a bit intimidated. Do, am, am I going to be way out of a fish out of water if I show up at this event or back to your data con or comic con? It sounds like it's open to all. Is that a correct assumption? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. One of our primary values uh, at the data society is uh, accessibility. So yeah, nice. not yeah. only is it open to everyone and we want everyone to get something out of it, but we've also been able to make the tickets completely free this year. We It's by donation um, and uh, our sponsors have have really come through for us in that way. So it's accessible in a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, we really, ex- there are definitely some talks that are gonna be more technical because we do want to attract the the data sector that exists. We want the people who have the knowledge to come and learn from each other. But we also have sessions that are just open networking sessions, meet the community, meet different employers, ask whatever questions you want. And we have some sessions that are just for getting started in data science, what kinds of things you can think about within your organization about data, even if you're not a data scientist. It, it spans the range of topics for sure. I really appreciate that. And no, I, I hear you loud and clear. You've got to have, you know, as our as our community, and I love the word like accessibility, but as our community matures, you're going to have people at different stages in the journey. And you want to make sure at this point that there's a, a, there's a lane for everybody to go in. If you're more advanced and you want to really dig in and go to that more technical talk, it's available. But if you're trying to learn or even, and I heard you say something that made me think, I, I had a vision of this as individuals, but I'm assuming there's a lot of organizations that attend this to really start to get a broader perspective on their own their own data challenges, their own data opportunities. So is this a blend of, of individuals, again, at all different levels, but also organizations coming like as representatives of their companies, really thinking about the challenges they're trying to solve with data? Yeah, absolutely. So I think last year we had a lot more interest from just individuals because we were mostly starting with people who were attendees of meetup groups about data within the city. Okay. But this year, just from our sponsorships alone, um, we have so much interest from organizations that are looking to grow in this space, employ people in this space, build their own data teams. I mean, we're presented by Neo Financial and we also have improving Data IQ, RBC, Databricks, SAS, Alta ML. Those are our core, our core group of sponsors. Um, so there's quite a lot of interest from organizations. At the organizational level. And from a community perspective, somebody, you know, the YYC Data Society, what's the, what's the trajectory been for that ecosystem or that community or that base of, of talent in our city? Have you really see it? Like, is it exploding? Is it growing at a regular pace? Like what, what, what do you see about the ecosystem that surrounds you? Sorry, that's an overused word, but is it, are we on the, are we moving on the right path? Like I, I know there's always a talent gap when it comes to these types of emerging technologies. Are we getting better at that? Are you seeing trends that make you optimistic that we're, that we're, you know, we're, we're, we're filling our ranks? Yeah, I mean, that talent gap is exactly what I was going to talk about. Um, the One of the things that we're really trying to do is to create exposure for Calgary in terms of what is what exciting things are happening here in this sector, Make a, put us on the map a little bit in terms of attracting that talent to come to the city. Um, we do see it growing. We do see the interest growing, and the knowledge is growing all the time. Five years ago, people were asking for things, but they didn't really know what they needed to get there. <laughs> now we're starting to see that companies are starting to figure it out. They're looking for the right talent and they're trying to figure out how to find it and how to attract it to the city. So events like this are really designed to show that Calgary has something to offer to people with those skills and they should come and learn and grow with us. 
I really appreciate that. Like, it's it's hard to tell people we've got something going on here if there isn't if there isn't some visible reference exactly. for something going yeah. on here. Hey, we're doing really cool stuff, but you can't find it and don't tell anyone. It's a secret. <laughs> With those five hundred attendees, do you have any optics on where they were located? Like, that's the one bonus of like I do love in person, but I love virtual because it breaks down boundaries. Geography is no longer an obstacle. I don't have to pay and you know increase my cost, which can be a barrier for so many people to travel, even from rural Alberta, to come to Calgary to stay overnight and do those things. When you look at your 500 and I don't know if you guys have any data <laughs> that was a weird thing do you guys have data on your 500 attendees <laughs> if you uh, now I'm putting you on the spot did you guys have optics of where those attendees were coming from and what you're seeing this year is it Calgary or are you getting attendees from other jurisdictions yeah no we um so last year it was a lot Calgary um and quite a bit from the surrounding area as well including other parts of Alberta um but we also did have some international people show up to the event some people from Brazil, Portugal, some some strange places. We don't even know how they found out about it, oh, but awesome. uh, it was really interesting to see. Um, our focus really is on the Calgary ecosystem. So it's always a bit surprising when we get people outside of it who are finding us. Um, I don't know, I haven't looked at the data yet for this year in terms of who has who has registered and where they're from, but that's that's for last year. Okay, no, I'm just just curious about that, like using it as a bit of a flag, like, hey, there's something interesting going on in Alberta. Who knew? I'm just looking at your speaker. I'm on your website right now, YYC Datacon, mm-hmm. uh, and it's moving It's moving past. Are these all Calgary-based speakers? I'm seeing Suncor, I'm seeing AltML, and this feels also very local. And a lot of times for events like this, there's all, there's been a need in the past to bring speakers in from other jurisdictions. This looks like a lot of Calgary talent, of people that you're going to run into at the coffee shop that are actually speaking at your event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Most of the talent that we are bringing in to speak is Calgary-based because, again, we're really trying to showcase Calgary and we're trying to help people within Calgary to have those collisions to meet each other. Um, that being said, there are a couple of speakers who are coming in from, like, we've we've attracted the company and the company has gone and found someone external. So oh, interesting to Databricks, speak on their behalf uh, as part of their sponsorship. Nice. Okay. Exactly. So Databricks, for instance, they're a sponsor of ours and they're bringing in some really impressive, they're bringing in a really impressive speaker for us from, um, from the States. So... Oh, so you got a few heavy hitters. Not that Calgary doesn't have some, but I, I, yeah. being a Calgarian, we all we do love to, you know, get a peer over the wall and go, "Well, what's going on out there?" And you know, there are there are jurisdictions out there that have maybe have more quote unquote celebrity status, if you will, when it comes to data and where things are where things are sitting. Two days, thirty six speakers, ten categories. Some of the categories are some of the areas of, of focus. Like, what 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 are you, what are you what are, what gets you excited about this event? Well, with my role, I tend to get excited about things like change management, cultural shift, data literacy, data governance. So I'm excited about the talks along the lines of how to change how your organization thinks about data. Um, But uh, there are also some technical talks that I know some other people are, are really excited about. To really get really get get into the weeds, if if you will. So what I'm hearing is something for everybody. Don't be shy to come down or to come down. <laughs> Join virtually. I, I should say come down. Cool for Neo and the team over there to put it, put an after party mm-hmm. on to allow people to connect. And and yes, you can network virtually, but sometimes it's harder. It's a little bit easier in person sometimes. But uh, I do appreciate that you guys have given the option and you're kind of creating a blended event, which is which is ultimately the world um, we live in. And really cool tickets by donation, so no cost, so literally no barrier for anybody to. 
attend. And this is the kind of thing that I sign up and I can literally just pop in, go to, go to a certain session that I want, go back, get some work done or whatever I need to do, then pop in. And do people use it that way? Like just thinking about how people digest it. Like I know that you don't maybe don't want to go to start at the morning and go through the whole day or do people just kind of do it bite size? What do you typically see? Uh, I think typically, especially because it's a virtual event, we are seeing people using it the way you're suggesting, where they pop in, they watch a talk they want to see, and then they might pop out again. And we are going to be recording everything as well. So if you register, the videos will be available to you afterwards. Um, but uh, it, I, I think we would like to see it be more of an in-person style event where people are coming in and engaging in mm, the space yeah. as well as just engaging in the talks. Um, we have brought in people to help facilitate the networking sessions this year. So you can just come in and have a casual conversation with experts who we're going to put in our networking sessions. And I'm really hoping that that's going to encourage some engagement beyond just coming in, listening to the talk and then leaving the space. <clears throat> I really appreciate that and have gone to a lot of virtual events. It can be it can be awkward or it can be you don't know what to do with yourself in those environments. But when there's somebody to facilitate or just an enabler of the conversation and the connection to kind of get some topics moving around. And I appreciate we're all learning and we're all getting better at the at the at this quote unquote virtual thing. And as we live and in, move into a world of hybrid everything, how those blended worlds I- exist and why well, that's a whole nother that's another episode, another podcast for another day. So really yeah. excited. Thanks for sharing the information with me about it. Why I see Datacon. It's on March 25th and uh, March 26th. After party hosted by Neo Financial, I'm assuming on the 26th. And uh, tickets by donations available now. That's really cool. I really appreciate that you guys and uh, you guys and also your sponsors, I'm assuming, allowed you to be able to do that and provide value. When you're trying to grow a community, removing the barriers is a really powerful tool. So kudos to you guys on that one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And definitely thank you to our sponsors because um, their interest in this is a uh is what keeps us going and proves that there's a lot of value here in this community, even beyond the the monetary. Just their support of what we're doing is is crucial. Mm, that's fantastic. And best way to best way to sign up, just go to the YYC DataCon. I'm assuming any any other places somebody wants to go if they want to learn a little bit more. Um, yeah, no, the YYC DataCon website is the best place to go. We also have a LinkedIn uh, for the YYC Data Society where we've been posting a lot of information about the event. Nice. Um, and the YYC Data Society has its own webpage as well that has more of our throughout the year uh, activities. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's not just an event. It's a, it is a lifestyle for you guys. Well, when you get into your sponsorship, it's a kind of a bit of a who's who of what's going on in Calgary from rainforest to platform. So yeah, these are a lot of really recognizable names here. Fantastic. Well, yeah, those are some of our partners. No, that's fantastic. I love one of our superpowers, I believe, is our ability to collaborate and support each other in the city. And I think we do Absolutely. a great job of that. And it's how we're going to, it's how we're going to change the world. Uh, Teresa, thank you so much for coming on. I, pre- I appreciate you taking a power, power 13 minutes out of your day to have a quick update and we'll get this out and share it with our audience.